welcome to Generations of X, the podcast where we discuss the past, present, and future of all things X-Men. I'm your co-host, the uncanny Dayspring. And I'm your other co-host, the adjectiveless Flinkman. Guys, welcome to our top 10 Marvel Legends list for 2020. We had two simple rules for this list. One, the figure had to have come out in 2020. And two, the figure had to be a mutant, X-Man, X-Villain, or tied to the X-Men in a significant way. No Avengers here, bub. That's right. This is an X-Men themed top 10 list. No Avengers, no Spider-Man. They had some awesome figures, no doubt. I think we can agree on that, Flink, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But we might have something to say about that later on. We'll see, we'll see. But this is all about the X-Men. And we watch these lists year after year. And so many great X-Men figures get shafted because these top 10 lists need to share real estate with other great figures from the Marvel Universe. And, and, And look... I love me that 2019 Dr. Doom Walgreens exclusive, but we got X Factor Polaris that year and she was nowhere on anyone's list. I don't get it. I don't get it. She had her curly hair. She was like looking fierce. I, how nobody ranked her at number one. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. Well, you know what, Flank? Not this year because 2020 is all about the mutants. And 2020, obviously, with the pandemic, San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con reveals did not happen. And we were all really wondering at first how the pandemic was going to affect shipping schedules. But Hasbro really stepped up their game this year. Yeah, it's been raining toys in this household all year long, all year long. I I love what they've done with Fan First Fridays. I think those have been a huge success. They launched the HasLab Kickstarter for the Sentinel. And and it was a tremendous success. Yeah, it was a tremendous success. I I bought two. I was going to ask how many you bought. I have no idea. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to getting my my hands on them. That's for sure. (laughs) And, And these figures have such a great turnaround from when they are announced to when they ship. So I think we just want to give Dwight, Ryan, Laura, and Dan the biggest shout out they slayed it this year there's this great episode on disney plus's marvel 616 docuseries called unbox that really showcases the hasbro team and all the work they do so i think listener viewer go watch it right now yeah absolutely absolutely i me and my partner kenny we just watched that episode together you know a couple weeks ago and he's not a fan of you know i mean he's a fan but he's not this kind of fan as I gesture to the Marvel Legends display behind me. He's not that kind of fan, Um, but he found it like super informative and really exciting. And uh, I'm actually going to touch on that episode again a little bit later. But but but, you know, first, you know, something I have to say about 2020 in general is, you know, that people just sort of had to do what they had to do to survive and find ways to to make themselves happy and entertain themselves. And, you know, for me, honestly, I'm total nerd here, but but action figures played a huge role in, in doing that for me this year. And, you know, um, I'm really fortunate enough to have, to have kept working throughout most of the apocalypse. You know, I, I had a, a couple of weeks off there that I, I kind of was, was really anxious. But, um, you know, I, like I said, fortunate enough to keep working. I was able to keep buying toys. I got my first Hot Toys figure this year. 
I bought a handful of like the old Playmate Star Trek figures, started collecting NECA Ninja Turtles. Um, but you know, Marvel figures, they've, they've always been my favorite. And, uh, without them, none of this would have been, would be happening. I mean, we like met on an action figure message board talking about Marvel legends. The foosh. The foosh. Um, yeah. So, you know, 2020, like you said, it, it was another banner year for, for the Marvel legends line. And I, I have and for, for X-Men in particular within Marvel legends. And I've been really, 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 really looking forward to recording this episode with you. Um, we've always loved talking toys. Like I said, that's like the foundation of, of what we do here. So, uh, why, why, let's do it. Why don't, why wait any longer? Um, Dayspring, you want to kick us off with number 10 on our list? All right. So we're going to be kicking off our list with number 10, which is Dark Beast, which is the better version of Hank McCoy, our masochist, dimensional hopping, evil scientist, the Dark Beast. He was part of the Age of Apocalypse wave, one of the harder figures to find when this wave first started hitting. Dark Beast shares his torso, legs, toes, and arms with the beast mold we got in the 2019 Caliban wave. I believe, and Flink, you can help me with this. I believe he's just a straight up reusage of that beast mold, but he is a little taller than than that beast. So I don't I don't know if they just made it bigger or if they just extend it. I don't know how toys are made. Yeah, I don't know. I assume maybe they just added some height uh, in his legs. I mean, I haven't, I didn't put do it do a torso check side to side to see which hank has been you know hitting the weights harder but <laughs> dark beast in general is supposed to be more powerful than than boring old 616 hank so i wouldn't be surprised if they you know scaled him up slightly so he comes with an alternate hands wait he comes with alternate hands sugarman's hammer and a phd from a credible university imagine nope. that personally this is one of my favorite figures from the X-Men waves this year. I think the sculpting and paint apps are next level. The shiny paint for his pants looks like blue kyanite. And he looks like he came straight out of the comics for me. I mean, he looks so deliciously evil with his like fangs, you know, protruding from his mouth. I, I love this figure so much. He's one that you had to sort of convince me to include because I'm not inclined to include anything uh, beast at all in, in this <laughs> podcast. Granted, he is a different version with an actual degree from a credible Apocalypse University. Oh my God, I was about to say Apocalypse U. I was about to say Apocalypse U. Same brain, man. Same brain. Get out of my head. But yeah, I, I you know, he he's undoubtedly a good figure. I can't, there's nothing I can find wrong with this figure. He's got an excellent head. The beast uh, body that he's built off of is an excellent figure. I'm, I'm happy to have him in, in my display. Um, I'm like I said, I, I, it was a tough sell to get him on the list, but you've sold me on him. I'm happy he's here. I love the figure. I'm glad we got him. We can't have an AOA uh, display without the dark beast. So I reread Age of Apocalypse in the last year or so, and Dark Beast is just a personal favorite of mine. I remember when I first started reading comics back when I was just starting to read them religiously in 1996 with that X-Men Onslaught one shot that we got that kind of kicked off like the big crossover with Onslaught. And my little brain couldn't fathom like, why did Dark Beast take, you know, 616 Beast's place? And how did that happen? And it was such a saturation. I, I think most people would say oversaturation of storytelling in the 90s. 
but I was just so greedy with these X-Men stories. Like I wanted to know more about the X-Men and Dark Beast is just emblematic of that time for me. So I just, I love Dark Beast. For me, he's pivotal, exactly what you said. If you're gonna do an AOA line, you need Hank McCoy. And I'm glad that we, he they, they didn't shove him in there as a Build-A-Figure. He deserved to be a figure, a real figure in his own right. Number nine on our list is Pyro. Our Pyro! Pyro! Our resident flamethrower from Down Under. He was part of the fan channel Rogue Pyro 2-pack. The 2-pack was announced on August 3rd and then was hitting weeks later. It was such a fast turnaround. He's on a standard Marvel Legends body, but I think the paint apps are so wonderful. And I think the face sculpt is beautiful, which is, I think, the winning formula for Hasbro. In terms of accessories, oh my God. Not he, my fave. Not my fave. I think I saw Shardimus Prime use the Kotobukiya Flame Trooper flamethrower effects on this figure. And it looked beautiful. Like they fit perfectly within those little holes where the fires are supposed to come out. Because again, he doesn't create fire. He manipulates fire. Yeah. And I just, I think this figure would have been higher on the list if he came with like really boss flame effects. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think the effects that he came with were, were a bit of a letdown. We've seen them before. They've been painted all different, you know, or been cast in all different kinds of colors. Um, and yeah, it's just not an accurate reflection of his power set, but I can really overlook that because he is just such a gorgeous figure. He's the, the, the thing I, the thing about him is I wasn't exactly sure that I needed to replace my Toy Biz Marvel Legends Pyro figure. He was one of the few that I felt like still held up, but when you put the, them next to each other, it's just no contest there. I had no idea the level of improvement that this figure was gonna have. I am so in love with you right now because I had the same exact note. I had the same exact note. I didn't think we needed to replace that bring on the bad guys pyro that we got from Toy Biz back in the day. And even when we saw him announced and I saw him in package, I was like, nah, it's he's a good looking figure, but I just don't think I, I need I need another pyro. And then when I got him, held him in my hand and compared the two, exactly what you said, you're like, whoa like light years light years light years away and i mean i think the thing that really does it for me is the i mean you you did mention that he comes with the somewhat incorrect uh fire effects but he also comes with an alternate head and that alternate head with his like shit eating grin that is so quintessential pyro for me like when i think of pyro right or wrong I think of Pride of the X-Men Pyro. He was sassy. He was a little bit of a shit talker, you know, and he always had that evil menacing grin on his face. So I, that, that sold me. I'm sold. You I, give me I, a Pyro with a shit eating grin and I am happy. I didn't dislike the, the grinning Pyro, but my note for that would have been, I didn't feel there was a significant difference between that face and like the, the kind of one that, that came on the figure. I mean, I would have liked maybe an, an unmasked version. That would be my only slight little tweak here. Slight little tweak. Well, I guess we had to disagree somewhere. <laughs> All right. So coming in at number eight, just behind Pyro, 
Uh, not the rogue that came with Pyro. No, we have the Target exclusive retro carded rogue figure. So I've been kind of begrudgingly expecting this figure ever since they released the Love Triangle three pack that had Scott and Logan with the updated yellow coloring on them. You know, I've kind of just been like, oh no, we just completed this team and now they've decided the versions we have are wrong and we're gonna have to rebuy them all with the right yellow. And you know, fair, fair. They were kind of wrong. Uh, and now we need Bishop corrected too, but I digress. Um, I was annoyed at the idea of having to, to rebuy everyone, especially Rogue, uh, because I thought that the Juggernaut Wave Rogue was pretty much, pretty much perfect as is. But y'all, they managed to improve her in like almost every way. Not only did the updated costume colors really pop in person, but her hair is much bigger and has much more white in it. The repaint they've done on her face is gorgeous. You wouldn't even know that this was the same head, but I, I have been told that it is. Um, and to top it all off, she comes with a sweet set of alternate hands that demonstrates her powers perfectly. She's got one ungloved hand and then another gloved hand holding the glove that she just took off so that she can, you know, hold her hand out and threaten everybody. And yeah, honestly, this is, uh, this is the perfect Jim Lee Rogue figure. I love the vintage card. I love the vintage colors. And, you know, unless they come out with a, a, a talking version with new lines recorded by Lenore Zan. I, I'm really not sure how they improve on this. Can you go please get a job at Hasbro right now? I would love that. Can you imagine just like push the button on her back and like, morning sugar. Like <laughs> every day I would do that. I agree with you. And I've had an interesting, well, I don't want to say just me because I think all of us have had an interesting journey with this figure. First off, they hinted at her in a Fan First Friday. Do you remember when Dwight pulled up the hand with like the glove? Yep. And everyone was like, ooh, it's Rogue. And then they showed her at, uh, they showed her on the stream and everyone was like, oh my God, she's so ugly. Yeah. Everyone thought she was so ugly. And we were all like, oh. I'm pretty sure we even posted a pretty shady meme about it. Yeah, we were we were nasty about that. And, and then I believe Rectangular got an image of her. And we were like, okay, she doesn't look that bad. And we even did a poll with our community. We were like, what do you guys think? And it was like 80% of people thought like she didn't look bad. And then- she came out the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everyone was running to Target to get her. It was one of those rare moments where the fandom was on the same page and you got her, you got Gambit, and it was buy two, get one free. So you can either get Storm or whatever Marvel Legends you could find in the store. And you brought her home. And I thought it was unanimous. Everyone thought she was beautiful and she's great. And I agree. I love her. I love her. I love her. I think she's absolutely fantastic. And if you can't tell by the the fabulous Art of Lucas shirt that I'm wearing here, I am a sucker for 90s Rogue. So I, I, I'm i in love. I'm in love. She is the best version of Rogue we've gotten. Um, and it was tough to even, you know, decide between her and uh, the Rogue that came in, in the pack with Pyro. That was such an, an amazing figure as well. But... There's just something about this bright 90s yellow and green with this big old hair. I'm sold. I'm set for life with this rogue. Agreed. Coming in at number seven, we have three to five figures in one, depending on how compulsive and completist you are. It is the Walgreens exclusive Stepford Cuckoo. So right off the bat, I have to admit that this is absolutely not my preferred look for the sisters. This is the Chris Pichalo style Uncanny X-Men era 
with the multicolored hairstyles and even like the basic blonde hair uh, head has like these weird like ponytail uh, pigtail hybrid somethings. And I, I, I definitely would have preferred just this simple blonde bob, but I digress. We have a Marvel Legends action figure of the Stepford Cuckoos and the body with the schoolgirl uniform is just absolute perfection. I literally bought five of them so that I could have Sophie, Phoebe, Irma, Celeste, and Esme in all their frosty glory. Um, I love that they- Wait, came- wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry to cut you off. What's what's a hidden acronym for them? SPICE. And that's SPICE is in the SPICE or- Girls. Yes. Yeah. Who's Mindy? Who's Mindy? I don't Who's know. Mindy? Mindy. She doesn't even go here. She doesn't even go here. God. Irma. Irma. Anyway, so so far as accessories, like I mentioned, they do come with the alt heads. One of them has the red hair. One of them has the little black bob with the bangs. Uh, and then we have the blonde with the the pigtails I talked about earlier. They also come with a cerebro helmet, which of course you're probably going to shade a little bit later because it doesn't fit on any of their heads. But that's fine. Maybe they're Why? holding it. It doesn't fit. That's okay. They're just holding it. They're too young to use Cerebro anyway. You know why it's traumatizing for me? Because it's when we got that uh, Toy Biz Lovers 2-pack with X-Factor, Gene, and Cyclops, and it came with a Cerebro helmet that was meant to go on Cyclops because it would fit on Cyclops, and it didn't fit on Gene. So I am traumatized. If you're going to give a Cerebro helmet for the psychic character, it should fit their head, not Cyclops's head. It all comes back to childhood Gene Grey trauma, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, fine. We can hate on the Cerebro helmet all we want, but I have to say that I love that they came with the little psychic power effects and that nice, clear, frosty version. Um, they've, th- that has absolutely been co-opted by m- one of my Emma figures. But, I, I, you know, I'm your mileage may vary. I had to do a little bit of convincing to uh, get them on this list, but I'm super stoked to have them. Well, I, so it, it took a little bit of convincing for, for two reasons. One, I thought this was 2019. I can't believe they came out in 2020. February. I mean, that just goes to show you like how much the world has changed. It's the longest year ever. But first off, I spent all of 2019 hunting Danny Moonstar, not just one, but three versions. And I'm in NYC and we have Walgreens on every block, but we also have scalpers in every alley. So I was going insane. And even when I was doing one of my Boston or LA gigs, I remember telling my client, oh, Dirk, can you pull over to this Walgreens really quickly? And they're like, why? And I'm like, oh, I just need to get toothpaste. And I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. The concierge at the hotel have it for you i'm like no i have very specific (laughs) very specific toothpaste like like i will literally let let me just get out of the goddamn car (laughs) like i will i need to go into this walgreens so when three months later happened and we had to go hunting for the cuckoos again i was just like really traumatized (laughs) oh you poor thing but two things again the cerebral helmet i wish it would have fit and secondly look i've you already mentioned this. I just wish instead of that cerebral helmet, we would have gotten a, another head with the cuckoo's bob. And I just want Esme and Sophie. That's it. And by the way, it could have just been a repaint of, of the one we already had with the black hair. That's it. Like yeah. I would have been totally fine with that. I just, I wish I would have gotten that so I could have done all five of them. Cause I only have three. I only have the three here. And I really would love to include Sophie and Esme. Yeah, I mean, Sophie and Esme never had anything resembling this pigtail look that that this figure has. But you know what? My 
my Sophie and Esme do. I, I had to get five of them. Originally, I just had the three, but now that they're a fan channel available like broadly at fan channel places like Entertainment Earth and Big Bag Toy Store, I'm like, hmm, okay, I'm going to have to go ahead and pull the trigger on that. Uh, sir, I will tell you, Sophie maybe would have that haircut, but Esme would never. And Absolutely. Planet not. X, Esme would never. I agree. I agree. I, this is not my Esme, but going to have to be for now. For now, maybe, you know, now that we have this version, I'm really hopeful that uh, they, they, they obviously brought it back for another production run now that it's not just a Walgreens exclusive. So maybe it wound up selling decently enough. So maybe somewhere down the line, we can uh, get correct Bob hair versions and their awesome uh, poncho costumes that they've been rocking since the more recent volume of X-23. I love their poncho costumes. So I love it too. I love it. I love it. Oh, At number six. We have the fabulous Warpath and all his 90s awesomeness from the strong guy, Build a Figure Wave. So this guy is actually probably in my personal top three of the year. Uh, I think he's great. He's appropriately large. He looks pissed off. He's got the big Rob Liefeld shoulder pads. Uh, I love him. And, you know, he actually had a pretty high bar to clear for me, too, um, because as data as he is, I definitely still love the old two-pack Warpath from the early days of Hasbro. I have both versions. I have the, the blue and red Billy Tan version, and I have the black and silver X-Force version. Um, both are still great figures, but in my opinion, uh, this guy just plays and, and looks better. You know, he's got uh, the headband details with the feather. He's got the fringe on his boots, on his shoulder pads, uh, and he looks great with the rest of the 90s X-Force figures they've given us. Um, yeah, I, I love him. I think he's a really really perfect figure this is not my preferred costume for him i like his second x-force costume a little bit better but if we're going for that full early 90s x-force team this guy's iconic and absolutely had to be included there's not anything i would disagree with you you basically hit everything that i was saying it's like dude it's like i we download each other's thoughts at night um yeah so i loved when this figure was first announced, I was like, well, I really love the face-off version we got yeah. that was based off of the rise and fall of Shi'ar Billy Tan design and then the X-Force one. And, and I love that figure in my display. But then I was like, well, no, I mean, I want classic X-Force Warpath. My, my only gripe with him is that he's not as tall of a figure that you would expect, especially with how he looks in the in the comic books during that early era. I've been rereading X-Force and, and he's just, he towers over everyone. And this yeah. figure though tall doesn't tower. And the figure is on the Omega Red body, which I think looks great. But again, I just like what they did with uh, Dark Beast. I wish they would have just extended the mold a little bit. I think what you said about the feathers in his hair and the fringes, the details are all so beautiful. My only qualm is mm. his shoulder pads always fall off for me. And I wish that they always fall off for me. I've never had that problem. It's like, well, I mean, you have a much better display than I do. No. I mean, my mine are like thrown in a corner. I'm like, Oh, where are they? Um, that's the, I wish they would have been glued on or even like molded on. I don't know how that would have worked. I'm like, are they not? Like, They're not, they come off, look. Look at it, look. Look, and this one looks like falls off all the time for me. That's not, crazy. I have look. never, I've never had that problem. I'm staring right at him and his shoulder pads are happy to be in place. But, and you know what? I wish we would have gotten an alternate head for him. 
I don't disagree. I don't disagree. That is actually, if I, I, I said he looks appropriately pissed off and that's true. He does. And he should because Warpath is a character with an ax to grind rightfully. So, mm -hmm. um, but he's also supposed to be quite young yeah. and I think he looks old. Oh my God. Him in new mutants. The, the the recent issue of New Mutants with those oh, like gym with Forge's old shorts on. Oh my god! Like, but no, I remember. Like, yeah, he's supposed to be young in his like early twenties. So that that would be the only thing. Like, I would have liked the hair a bit longer, an alternate head with like a longer hair, much like how I wanted uh, an alternate head for Blink with mm -hmm. like a very AOA like style head, not necessarily her exiles. Again, it's not a bad head. It's great. I just if we're giving alternate heads out, <laughs> right? I would, I would have wanted one for Warpath. Well, I might speculate a little later that that blink head could possibly still be coming. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? I agree with that. All right. And speaking of the Age of Apocalypse, our fifth figure is the Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse Deluxe figure. So I don't know about you, Flink. But my biggest fear was that Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse was going to be the bath for the Age of Apocalypse wave. Yeah. And thankful, thankfully, he wasn't. And Ryan from Hasbro IG'd yesterday that he, he and like the rest of the team were thinking like, oh, Apocalypse would have been the inevitable second bath for yeah. an Age of Apocalypse wave. But then they were like, no, we actually have a slot for a deluxe figure. So we did this. And I'm just so glad he turned out not to be a bath or won't be a bath. And that's not to take away from what a wonderful figure this is. I love the cape. I love the face. He came with interchangeable hands and a skull. And, and he looks so maniacal. And if you're going to have an Age of Apocalypse wave with figures and you're not going to have him as a bath, you need to have Apocalypse hands down and it's it's coming off of apocalypse being like the normal 616 apocalypse being a bath himself so it could have been a letdown but it most certainly wasn't the only thing i'm gonna say and i feel like i'm saying this for all of these figures no, you the thing, you having a little complaint about any given situation God. i'm stunned i'm like the debbie downer here i'm like do you love this figure well let me tell you everything is wrong with it no the figure's great. It's perfect. I wouldn't change anything. My only thing is that for the price point, $31.99, I believe it was, he didn't come with a lot of accessories. I believe War Machine came with so many accessories at the same price. And I wish we would have gotten like a lava lamp Shadow King with him or something a little bit or snuck in like another little interesting Age of Apocalypse thing, like maybe an AOA blink head. I'm not trying to steal what you were you were saying, but just like either like a little lava lamp, Shadow King, or or an alt head for for a character. They could have done one for Magneto, by the way, an alt head of AOA Magneto, and you can slap it on any Magneto body you want it, and boom, problem solved on having to give us another, you know, Age of Apocalypse figure. I'm sorry, but AOA Magneto, his cape is red. There's a. Oh! <laughs> No, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying about the deluxe figure price point, but, but number one, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you because I just spent $30 on Power Ranger aliens that have zero paint on their face, mm -hmm. but also number two, because Apocalypse is just like a much, just in general, is a much larger figure than War Machine is. So they, 
they spent their extra money on, you know, the little blaster pieces and missiles and hands and things but like that. But they just that. reused the mold. They just reused the Build-A-Figure mold that was already there. But we got so many new details <laughs> on the costume. We got a big cape. We got that maniacal head. And oh. I have to say that that evil laughing head holding that skull and recreating the iconic opening to, oh, I'm having a horrible x-fan brain fart right now i can't remember the exact issue it might, i think it was one of the joe mad issues uh, i think it was an issue of astonishing x-men that opened to apocalypse just very yeah, Shakespearean style holding that skull and, and monologuing i'm so happy that they included that so that we could recreate that i you know price point aside i i would have paid almost anything for this figure i think he is that beautiful i want that the the, the the action figure fan of me wants him to be my default apocalypse in my uh, Marvel Legends display behind me. But you can see maybe that it is it is not. It is the Build-A-Figure apocalypse from a couple years back. And that's just because the continuity wonk in me cannot have an alternate universe version of apocalypse in my my main 616 display. But, but he's that good of a figure. He's that good of a figure that I, I want to break continuity to include him. And... I, I like you. I'm super glad that he wound up not being a build a figure because I think characters like Sugar Man uh, would not have been made otherwise. We're not going to get a deluxe Sugar Man no, solo a, release. No. So well, the I'm, market I'm, is more inclined to buy a different version of Apocalypse before Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't think that we would get. You know, when we get a wave, to, there, there, there's a lot of larger characters in Age of Apocalypse that we wouldn't have gotten as deluxe figures. Holocaust or Colossus, I don't think that they would take the time to, to, to do as a deluxe figure in such an, you know, quote unquote, obscure look for him. Um, so, yeah, I'm really happy that we got him this way. I'm really happy that it leaves a slot open for another AOA character to, to get their shot as a builder figure. Um, and yeah, honestly, this is my definitive version of Apocalypse. And I really hope that they uh, repaint that maniacal head to be 616 style so that I can make the one in my display look a little bit more interesting. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, again, great figure. I just would have liked Lava Lamp, Shadow King, or or Charles. Baby Charles. Baby Charles. Rogue and Magneto's son or an alternate head for another character. That, that's all. I agree 100% on everything you just said. Oh, good. Well, look, we're, we, we do still agree sometimes. Look, sometimes. Uh, all right. Well, moving right along. Coming in at number four, we have another kind of deluxe figure. It is the Nimrod from the Amazon exclusive three-pack. Um, I'm not really sure what to call this three-pack since I don't think it actually represents a story from the comics or anything, but... Uh, it's the one that had the, the nice uncanny X-Force uh, Psylocke and Phantom X. But the real star of the show is, of course, Nimrod, who right off the bat is a complete home run in terms of sculpt size, detailing and articulation. Um, but also because this is the first time we have ever, 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 ever gotten a white and pink Nimrod figure. We got the 90s version in the five inch X-Force line back in the day uh, in his black and red but this is the first appearance of these classic colors on an action figure. And to sweeten the deal even further, he also comes with a bonus head featuring his updated RB Silva look from Powers of 10, which 
when it was originally unveiled, you know, I wasn't sure I'd have much use for it, but now we're getting a Hawksbox style Sentinel. We're getting Omega Sentinel and we're getting the Tri-Sentinel next year. So, uh, with that, with that RB Silva alternate head for this, I have a nice new little sub display coming together in my mind right now. Um, one little nitpick I have about this figure. Wait, wait, wait. You have a nitpick? I have a nitpick. This okay, is, I'm just I, checking. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. We're, we're, we're switching roles for a second here. <clears throat> but my one little nitpick is his blasting effects. They don't oh, quite man. work for me because he practically has to, it's in the picture. You can see if you're looking at the slideshow here, uh, he practically has to be like waving hello at you for them <laughs> projecting outward instead of like straight down. So it's a little hello. strange. Hello, mutant. I'm going to kill hello, you. Die. Bye. Hi, hi and die. Hi and die. Okay. Bye, bye, -bye now. Um, yeah, no, but whatever, you know, I'll just display him without those and I'll still be super happy. I, I display him with the wings on him and the classic pink head, even though the classic pink head never had wings, he just sort of levitated, but I don't care. Those wings are so badass looking. I love it. This figure, bravo Hasbro. I, I agree with you. Bravo. I'm curious. I have a lot of questions about this figure. One, why did it come with Phantom X and Psylocke? in a three pack shrug. I mean, look, I'm not gonna complain. I loved it, we got him. My other question was why they didn't have Nimrod be the build a figure for the Hawkspox wave that we're getting next year. So that's what I was gonna say is I think that this is sort of something like the uh, deluxe apocalypse situation where they figured they could sneak, this figure could work as a general release and they could sneak something a little lesser known, more obscure in as the build a figure in that way, which, which they've done. Right. But if they would have given us like Krakoa or, or someone else, I would agree with you, but they gave us a tri-sentinel, which I think looks beautiful. But as we discuss, I don't think anyone was. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't complete that figure if I wasn't already completing the wave. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's just... But look, I think this figure, not only did we get the RB Silva one that we saw in Powers of Ten, but we're also getting classic Nimrod. And Nimrod, during House of X, had a huge moment when Xavier was talking to Cyclops. And you understand the stakes of the story when Xavier says we believe this is when Nimrod comes online. And you're like, holy frack. Like all of a sudden the stakes are so high in this story. Yeah. And I just, I'm glad we got him. The second he he came, he's always been on my list for a bath. I never dream, dreamt we would get a deluxe figure. And I'm just so happy the character is back in a big way in the comic books in a way that takes X-Men history very seriously, that he's a huge threat and that the X-Men have to deal with his inevitable return, I don't want to say return, arrival in the in, in their universe. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Nimrod is, is having a bit of a moment and capping it off with the perfect Nimrod. I'm going to call it, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. this is the perfect Nimrod figure. I don't know what they could have done to make it any better. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I, again, much like Apocalypse, I'm glad that he wound up not being a Build-A-Figure so that we can get those more obscure characters that way. I like that Hasbro is willing to, you know, test different ways of us getting characters like this that that we might have to buy seven other figures to get otherwise. Yeah, and I think just to end on a note, 
I think the accessibility of these figures have been phenomenal. I had no trouble getting Deluxe Apocalypse and this Nimrod three pack was pretty easy to get on Amazon. So bravo to the Hasbro team. Yeah, it's getting better and better. All right, and speaking of better and better, our next figure coming in at number three is Goddess Storm. We have been asking for this figure. And when I say we, I mean fandom at large has have been asking. She's been like number one on the top 10 for years. For years! And she's a peg warmer! It's insane. I'm baffled. And I think it's because the target buyers wanted to avoid another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle mishap. And, and they saw how quickly this f- figure sold online. But for whatever the reason, don't be fooled if you find her easily. She is an excellent figure. She comes with two heads, two capes, interchangeable hands, and a Thunderbird accessory. <laughs> oh. oh! I just feel for a figure that so many people were waiting on for such a long time, they delivered. And if you're going to do a first appearance Goddess Storm, this is how you do it. She is my favorite Storm figure that has been made i just love the attention to detail on this figure and like dude like the pearlized paint deco on her eyes yes i was gonna mention that god get out of my brain Ah! the shading on her hair the gloss on her costume and and i want to point out something let's see if the camera will pick this up the the interchangeable hands with the thunder or thunder the electricity coming through it if you look at her fingertips She has veins on her fingertips because the electricity is literally coursing through her veins. And it's just these little attention to details that they gave this figure that just, I, I, much like what you said about Nimrod, if they were going to do a Nimrod, they did it perfectly. I don't know how they can top it. I agree with Goddess Storm. How do they top this? I, I have one way that they can top it (laughs) one way. And that would be to make her bracelets yellow. drives me crazy that they are black but otherwise yes this is the best storm figure we've ever gotten i love the fact that they gave her two capes one active one passive i love that they gave her two heads again one active one passive um i think i also would maybe change the color of the lightning to yellow i don't know more yellow seems better for storm but whatever uh I, i my own my 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 thing about this storm figure is she just doesn't just fit into any displays that I have. They've given us so many 90s figures that just might automatically my my default storm is always gonna be the the, the white Jim Lee costume. Excuse but me. I'm sorry I, to cut you off. She does fit into a display. The pride of the X-Men display, sir. You didn't let <laughs> me finish. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. As usual. I was gonna say, if you look behind my head here, I literally created a Pride of the X-Men display just so that I could have an excuse to display this storm. (laughs) So yes, she doesn't fit into my main display, but she is beautiful enough for me to create an entirely new and different display around. She's just that good. She's a gorgeous figure. And again, guys, she's easily accessible. You can just go down to your local Target and I guarantee you she is right there with her Thunderbird accessory. And I want to give a little shout out to Thunderbird because it's a great figure, but the real little basic. It's a little basic, but Storm is a star. And I wonder if 
her and Thunderbird coming out as a two-pack means we are going to get an updated Banshee. I We can speculate on that. I, I, I would hope that we're going to get a Banshee, but for me... I would prefer Jim Lee 90s over giant size. That's just me. That's just no, me. I agree. Look, I, I we are on the same page. I would love a Gen X or a Jim Lee Banshee before we get first appearance Banshee. Well, not first appearance Banshee, but giant size X-Men Banshee. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's see what they have. Look, look, let's see what they have. Either way, Storm was much needed. She's gorgeous. Dude, when she first sold out on Target. Do you remember on eBay, they were selling her for $300. I hope nobody paid for that. I hope so too. And somebody we, surely did. I mean, we, to be, what, to be fair, listeners, both of your co-hosts here did wind up ordering that box set on Robot Kingdom for a bit of a premium because we did not trust that it was going to be readily available at Target. And even though it is now peg warming and we paid more than retail for it, I do not regret that decision. I don't regret it either. And by the way, listeners, I was actually a victim. Flink was the one who told me, like, you have to. <laughs> You're never going to find it. Look, you said it. I was traumatized. Right. I was I, like, we're never going to find it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. How are we going to get? And you're like, no, Robot Kingdom. And we ordered her there. And, and then literally, I found her at Target before she came. And I bought her at Target. And then I got the Robot Kingdom. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I was like hoarding. I was like, no, I'm going to have an extra one. Because like 10 years from now, I'm going to sell her on eBay for like $500. Mm. Hey, you never know. Those the things that pegged warm 10 years ago are now the stuff of eBay legend. Just, just <laughs> see how much you can get for your ML1 toad, all right? So one more thing that I do need to say and give Hasbro props to uh, on this storm is that she is, her articulation is pinless. Check out her knees. Yeah. No pins. Nope. She has no pins. It is all seamless. It's gorgeous. This it, is the way of the future, folks. The way of the future, yeah. They've really upped their game with technology. Yeah, and if this is an, any indication of how gorgeous future female figures are going to be, I am so, so excited. Okay, well, number two on our list is one that both you and I have been waiting for for such a long time. So long. Listeners, I'm actually getting emotional. Number two is Nate Gray, a.k.a. X-Man. Woo! I can't believe we live in a world where Nate Gray is a Marvel Legends figure. I have wanted him since 2004. I, I remember 16 years ago commissioning some guy on Foosh to make me a custom Nate Gray out of a Vega from Street Fighter body. And I just, I don't know if I can necessarily articulate what it means to have this figure and how much I love him because in like 2001, when I was first learning how to drive and I had my car, I was blasting Offspring and Blink-182 and I was going to the comic book store specifically to pick up back issues of X-Men and taking them to the beach and reading them. I just, this character represents so much love and, and, and adoration for the X-Men at a time when I really needed to be inhaling these stories. 
And, and I really related to Nate because he was an angsty teenager with so much power that he didn't know how to control and, and was navigating the strange landscape of the Marvel 616 universe. It, it was just this tale of a young adventurer and, and discovery, which was perfect for a 17-year-old, both him and me. Although I think Nate was probably, no, he was 17 or 18. In yeah, the- no, he was definitely, yeah. Because I think his powers were supposed to consume him when he became an adult. But look, regardless... I, I remember the scene where he runs into 616 Rogue and he goes, oh my God, you're Rogue. You're married to Magneto. And Rogue goes, married to Magneto? Not in this lifetime, sugar." And this is a scene I fell in love with Nate because he replies saying, oh, you're right, not this lifetime. And you can see his face cracking because no matter how terrible the Age of Apocalypse was, it was his home and he missed it. And it, it just, it had such a profound effect. But anyways, talking about the figure. I was like, do you have anything to say about the action figure? <laughs> you, let him, let him in here. you have so I'm, many feelings. I, I love the TK effect. I love the Rider Strong hair. Look, they could have put Nate in another wave that was not Age of Apocalypse and we could have gotten his Jesus look or his shop. I don't think look. that was ever on the board. I, you never know. Look, you never it, know. I mean, I would never know. <laughs> But I'm just glad we got this look, Age yeah. of Apocalypse. My only gripe with this character, and I went running everywhere to find interchangeable hands because I hate it when they do psychics with like a, a closed fist and the open hand. They did that with Emma, Jean. They always do that with characters who have mental powers. Like I would just love to have Nate like that or like this. And listeners, if you can't see me, I'm putting like one, like I'm putting my index finger on my on my head and then like an open hand out. And I wish he would have had a little bit more accessories. I'm a basic bitch. And that is how I display all of my psychics with a <laughs> outreached hand. So I don't care. I'm thrilled with it. And, you know, I don't need anything else to demonstrate his powers because he's got that flaming eye and that effect is done so, so well. And I see a lot of people on the Internet hating on it a lot of people are like i don't want that why can't he have an alternate head with a non-flaming eye and i'm just like what is what why do you want your nate gray figure to look boring like he that is his signature that is his shtick his power is constantly bursting forth from his body it's emanating from him and why do why do these people want a himbo (laughs) a himbo nate just pretty and dumb i mean I wouldn't mind, but no, seriously, I he's Stop talking to me. He's such a good figure. He's such a great representation of that era of that look. The costume is rendered so well. I never really thought that we would have Nate at this point. He's gotten shat on again and again in in the the comics. Um recently we had a, a whole event just to crap on on Nate Gray. Shaking your head. I'm shaking my head too. My I, well, uh, shaking to my X-Men, soul, honestly. Age of X-Men wasn't bad. It was just boring. And I don't know what we were supposed to take out of it. But it, it was way, what it was. It was filler. It was filler. But by the way, it did make Nate look very smart. So I'm going to take back my himbo comment because Nate in it did think about mutant oppression and how do you solve it? And it's reminiscent of the dialect of sex, which was uh, written by Firestone, a very well-known feminist. And she attempted to solve oppression for, for the sexes. And I think Nate applied that, you know, to or the writers 
applied it to the story, but Nate gets to be the vessel for their ideas. Sure. <laughs> Let's turn this into gender studies. Why, why not? <laughs> but I, I love, I love this figure. Again, I just wish he would have come with, Hey, uh, maybe some flame effects, you know, colored differently for TK that would have fit perfectly there, but I love this figure so much. I love him. I love him. I think he's just about perfect. Okay. So speaking of perfect, are we ready to discuss number one? Okay. Listeners, when we were putting together this list, Flink and I agreed on this. Like it was our number one. We did not fight about it. There were no angry texts. There was no behind the scenes drama (laughs) as it normally is. We just straight up agreed on number one. Well, there's a little bit of a reason for why it was so easy for us to agree on this. And I will explain momentarily why that is. Coming in at number one is the Hasbro PulseCon exclusive Hellfire Club box set. And yes, listen, before you get started on us and say it's a cop out to pick an entire four pack as your number one, Jumping off of what Dayspring just said, we managed to agree on this because we were never going to agree on just one figure. Like, if you have made it this far into our episode count, you know that we had to find some way to compromise. And this set is the perfect way to compromise because it features two ladies very near and dear to both of us. Uh, but first, let's let, let's talk about the boys. Do you want to, Dayspring, you want to dive in and, and discuss? Yeah, I think Sebastian Shaw looks so awesome. We've had Shaw in, in, in the books recently in Marauders, and he's on the Quiet Council, and he's really shined. I love his look here. I love him as classic Hellfire. He's essential. He's an essential ex-villain, and... I thought he looked, the sculpting was beautiful. His face, I have nothing to say. I just thought it was a perfect figure. Same with Pierce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are both built off of the same body. So there's really not, you, you might as well cover both of them at the same time. Really the only difference is, of, of course, is is their heads. And, and, and Pierce has his uh, cyborg hand, which is rendered really well, especially uh, given that he comes with like the Wolverine cowl for him to hold. Um, yeah. It just, it looks tremendous. I, I, I love it. Of course, we know that as nice as it is to, to fill out our, our villain shelf with, with Shaw and Pierce, the real star of this set is, of course, the female characters. Uh, who, who, who do we have here? So we have Miss Jean Elaine Gray. And- I'm sorry, it's Celine. Oh, I knew it. I knew you were going to do that. Oh, okay. Look, look, look. It is really difficult for me to take off the Jean head and then put the Celine head on it. So I just put her on the Walgreens black Emma Frost. Oh, <laughs> cop out. Cop out. But I look with Jean here. Look, I'm not, I'm not particularly excited by her black queen costume. I never have been, but Thinking about when we first met and we were hunting that oh. Black Queen true, it's light. It's so beautiful. And holding her like in the palm of my hands and seeing the detailing to her face, the way that her hair is, it's gorgeous. The Celine head was a bonus surprise. I never thought we would get a Celine head. And 
I was just like, when we saw that reveal, when it was kind of, I'm forgetting how it was kind of like trickling in the information, but it kind of came after the fact or it came in the promo images. And we were like, oh my God, we're getting a Celine head. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think we knew until they actually were starting to show like package pictures that it was that it was coming with the Celine head. So, you know, I was super excited to have an updated uh, Black Queen body. I was fully prepared to put like the unmasked silk head or like Jessica Jones or something on it. I don't know. Kristen Ritter would make a really <laughs> poor Celine. That's that's terrible, terrible. But I, I was prepared to do what I had to do to turn this figure into Celine. And I'm so glad that I didn't have to. And I do have to give them props for that jean head. It's beautiful. Her red eye makeup, it really pops. She just, there's a lot of love uh, and attention to detail that, that, that went into this. I will say she will make an excellent Madeline Pryor head someday. <laughs> I don't At least that's that. where she's probably going to go for me. She's probably, probably going to go on like a, a Chris Anka red queen kind of look eventually. Well, you have, do you have, which custom do you have again? I have... My dear friend, Stem Cell Toys, made this for me. It is uh, her Chris Anka look. God, that's um, And she's, you know, that head will fit perfectly on this. It, it could use, you know, it could use a new head. I, this is a, a fabulous head. <laughs> You're going to decapitate Jean Grey just to give Madeline a new wig. Okay. I mean, Jean Grey is already just a head in a bag at this point. <laughs> you, think, you think in my display back here that I have Jean Grey? Come on. Come on. That's not Jean Grey. Oh, my God. Look at that Celine. She is fabulous. But for Celine, fabulous, I, By the way, I haven't put Celine on the Jean Grey body. So I've just seen that right now. I'm just like, <gasps> we have obviously seen it, but seeing it in real time. On yeah. Your yeah. No, it's it's freaking fabulous but, but wait, as wait, wait, fabulous wait. as the black queen is who is the star of this box the set? star of this box set is of course none other than miss emma grace frost herself the white queen this figure is phenomenal okay. phenomenal and we got a little taste of just how good it was going to be last year when we got the walgreens emma that had uh, the alternate head with the bob but somehow as beautiful as that head was, this one is even better. The makeup apps are are flawless. Her her cape with the fur at the top. Usually, uh, if they're going to do some sort of fur, I actually it's the one uh, time I usually do prefer soft goods. I think it's really hard to get fur right in sculpted form, but they nailed it here. They nailed it. It looks so great. It rests right underneath her perfect little bob. I, I I love it. I thought I thought if we ever were going to get a Emma in the the corset that they would just do a straight up um, reuse the the white rabbit figure that we got in the Spider Man line last year. But this to me this appears that they sculpted this new. This appears to be a brand new torso with like it even has like new torso articulation. I think. Yeah. No. It's a it's a beautiful figure, and I've had I've had a journey with this figure. When I first saw her announced, I was like, oh, they're just reusing the Walgreens alt head. I was I was a little disappointed just because- You were a little off your rocker. I, but it's a great sculpt, don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing hate on the sculpt. I just, I would have wanted something different for Emma Grace Frost. However, listeners, when you hold this figure in the palm of your hand, holy- Frack. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's 
absolutely stunning. It does like the face looks completely new. And, and by the way, the, the head is actually a little bigger than the Walgreens exclusive alt head. But I just want to say with this box set, the reason why it's number one, because everyone was talking about this. Oh, yeah. The second was announced. And Hasbro, again, I have to give it to the Hasbro team. They did such great marketing. And I believe this was supposed to be a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Yes. And then they put it on their store in September. And if you were lucky enough to, to buy the membership and be part of that first wave, you got it. And if you didn't, you have to wait till March which I think, though, I've been seeing on Instagram, some people are getting it. I don't know if it's, you know, different channel or they're buying out secondary markets, but I, I, I've seen more and more people saying that they're getting it now. But th this figure was so great. And if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice I included a photo of the Hellfire Guard because it also had a simultaneous release with the Builder Army Hellfire Club Guard. And it was just unanimous. 2020 was a year of Hellfire. And one thing I just want to point out with the capes in this in this box set plus storms, Hasbro has nailed capes this year. And also for Apocalypse. They yeah. just hang on, let me pull up Apocalypse really quickly. Like, look at this cape. Look it's at incredible. It. It's it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. And I look at this, I look at this box set and Emma and Gina are on the same body, same with Pierce and Shaw, and then like they reused Emma's head. They just did it differently. It was, you can see the cost planning and why it was able to be a San Diego exclusive, yeah. but it was done so well. This is a perfect example that like you can reuse parts and still deliver really good looking figures. Yeah, absolutely. And I do, you know, I'm, I'm don't keep things in the box. I usually don't keep, I usually don't keep the box, but this is an occasion where I actually do want to call out the packaging because the packaging on this set is freaking phenomenal. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous set. The inside of it is a recreation of the Hellfire Club HQ. It's got these beautiful portraits of all of our main four characters here. Uh, I think it even has a little little mastermind cameo in there, which hopefully is a, a tease for things to come now that we have a, a body for for Jason Wingard. Um, it just I, I, I can't say enough about this set, honestly. And I'm really sorry to everybody who actually has to wait until next year to get it because we're sitting here going on and on about how, oh, it's the best Marvel Legends release of 2020. But half of the people who ordered one are still waiting on theirs. So I'm really sorry about that. But it's absolutely going to be worth the wait for you. It comes with an invitation to the Hellfire Club, which is awesome. But Flink, wait, I want you to tell the story of your ordering process. Oh my I remember God. we were so literally texting back and forth and I kept, I was one, because I, you always have the best luck when it comes to this and I always have the worst luck. And when I logged into order, I was like, oh, that was easy. And you were having your own thing happening behind the scenes. And I think it was pretty gnarly. I mean, it was ridiculous. What happened was, is I got greedy uh, it said that you were only going to be able to buy one of them. And I had my Hasbro uh, Pulse Premium membership and I, it was allowing me to buy two. So I bought two because I want to have both Celine and Jean and potentially turn a, you know, a Pierce or a Shaw into a, a Wingard. So I bought two and then all of a sudden all the bitter Bettys on Twitter and on the floosh and, and elsewhere are suddenly like, 
oh, well, if you bought more than one, they're going to go back and they're going to cancel that, that, that second order. And, and they might go ahead and cancel your first order too. So I'm like flipping out thinking that I've just like screwed myself by being a greedy little bitch. So I actually, now you, this conversation has just reminded me that I have another order that I placed in Kenny's name for the March no. delivery that I need to go ahead and cancel. <laughs> Cause I, I was so sure. I just remember game. you, I, I, I don't have anxiety and you were giving me such horrible anxiety. You're like, do I cancel it and try to reorder it? What do I do? Are they going to cancel me? And I literally remember being in my apartment, like looking at my screen and just like trembling for you. I was, oh, like, I was so scared. I don't know what the right answer is. And if, oh, are you being a greedy little bitch when it comes to Emma Grace Frost? Hmm. And so, and a Celine head. But you know what? You know what you let come out just now? And I love this. You were like, I want both Jean and Celine. And I do. I do. They, look, look. One of those characters is far superior to the other. Uh, and it would be right. I won't say which. But that doesn't mean that I don't want both of them. They're two Black queens. And I want them both represented. Fine. Perfect. We, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm like, keep looking behind me where I have... You're like making sure they're still there. The Hasbro Hasbro customer service isn't knocking on your door to confiscate them. Oh my God. I didn't even get into the part where I was on hold with Hasbro customer service for like two <laughs> hours to make sure that my order wasn't canceled. And they were like, no, I promise it's not. It's like, are you sure? Like it was, it's like, I like to find ways to make myself be anxious. Like the actual ordering process was so easy that I had to find a new way to be stressed about getting the Hellfire set. It's ridiculous. Well, folks, that's our top 10 list. And we are going to include a bath and bath of the year for. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, this actually wasn't that hard of a decision because we actually only got two X-Men Build-A-Figures this year. Um, but I do think that there was a little bit of conflicting feels between the two of us. Oh, was um, there? Mm. There was, you know, that's a, such a surprise to everyone. But we did come to a consensus and yes. our Build-A-Figure of the Year is Strong Guy. Of course, of course it's Strong Guy. The, the only other option was Sugar Man. And as great of a figure as that Sugar Man is, <laughs> he's so detailed, he's so gross, he's so perfect for Sugar Man. I couldn't give it to anybody but Strong Guy. I've said it a million times. That 90s X-Factor run is one of the greatest X-Men runs of all time. I absolutely love it. I think this figure, uh, this look for, for Guido is absolutely iconic. I have, I love the, the Toy Biz figure of him from back in the day uh, where he spun him around and his arms kind of went like that. You know, his little Strong Guy punching action. Of course, this version does not have that action feature, but it has all of the cool, fun 90s quirks that made that figure so great. I love this guy. Yeah, I, look, we'll, we'll get to my honorable mentions and we kind of had a little back and forth on it, but I ultimately agree. I think Guido gets the bath of the year. He's a figure everyone wanted when he was revealed at San Diego Comic-Con last year with a video of like spinning around and like- Oh, you I was there. You could just see, well, I was online, but you could just see and hear everyone going, oh, 
and everyone just being so happy he's here and he he deserves it he's a character that people want you need to complete that x factor 90s team he's essential he was in x factor the the relaunch we got with multiple man and layla miller so this is a character I 100% love. I still haven't posed him with Polaris on his shoulder. Was it Polaris or Jubilee on his shoulder? I'm forgetting which one it was. Jubilee. It was Jubilee on his shoulder. I haven't done that pose yet, but it's a great figure. He looks wonderful. He looks like he stepped out right out of the comic books. So it, it was easy to to agree with you on this and i'm glad you said it because even hearing your excitement and talking about him it's just this is why we collect these figures this is why we collect marvel legends and he is dope as fuck yeah yeah and you know in one major way he actually improves upon the because i think that 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 five inch toy of his figure of him was actually one of the more perfect better representations that they did back in the day, but they actually managed to do one thing on this figure that improved upon that. And that is his face sculpt. They gave him his, a big cheesy grin. And that to me is the very essence of the character of strong guy. Even his code name, strong guy is tongue in cheek. He's a very jokey, fun, laughable, I'm sorry, affable character. Um, and laughable they, too. Laughable. They, it's true. It's true. They, they really nailed that here. They really nailed that here. And he was sort of, in a way, he was sort of the last figure we needed to complete this team. I'll, 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 when, we, when we talk about our hopes for the future, I'll, I'll get into a little bit more about uh, the need to complete this team. But you, you cannot have 90s X-Factor, Havoc, and Polaris uh, without this figure. You just, you just cannot. And I'm so glad he was number one I mean, he was my build a fig. If you go back and you look at 15 years worth, and it pains me to say that out loud, but 15 years worth of whoosh top 10 votes, Strong Guy has literally always been my choice. Yeah. Always. So Listeners, getting- go, go look at Ultimate Phoenix on whoosh. <laughs> go through the archives. Phoenix with the goatee. That's me. That's me. That's Phoenix it. with the goatee. Because listen, you know, at the time... Things were looking kind of exciting for 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 Jean Grey there in the. She was dead. Universe. She was. I dead. know, and they had a, a better, superior version running around in the in the Ultimate Universe. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> but I really want to give a shout out to Dwight and Laura because this figure looks beautiful, and the paint apps. And I've said this before. You saw a shift in the figures once Laura De Lorenzo came onto the team. It's beautiful. I love how Dwight put this figure together. I just want to give mad props to them because this figure just pops in such a great way. Pops. I can't do a poppy sound. But anyways, it looks great. But of course, you know your hosts here and (laughs) we may have disagreed on a few of the figures here and we may have had a couple fights where we didn't talk to each other for a few days <laughs> Dayspring didn't talk to me for a few days whatever because i'm always right and uh we do have some honorable mentions <laughs> oh my god do you, you see what i put on this slide who wants nurse annie <laughs> and maggot so no, so there were um, one figure for each of us that didn't make it on our top 10 list that if we had it our way, the figure would have been on there. 
So we're going to have some honorable mentions and Flink, because I was savage with you, I will let you go first for your honorable mention. Oh, that's so sweet of you. So sweet. I'm, it's, it's so nice of you to make a concession to me for a change. <laughs> uh, so honorable mention. Yeah, I, I really wanted to, to keep this in my actual rankings, but, uh, you know, I deferred to Dayspring and I'll tell you why. But um, I really wanted Morph from the Age of Apocalypse wave uh, in the top 10. I, and, I, and, and I wanted him in the list because... Uh, again, if you go back and you check all of my top 10 votes from the last 15 years over at the Foosh, uh, he made my list every single time, every single time. I love Exiles, uh, and I really, really wanted him in Blink. Um, and I'm so happy that we, that we now have them both. But um, the reason he's not actually in the top 10 is, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Dayspring was really gung-ho about including Dark Beast. And I agree that Morph just isn't, as super exciting figure like like Evil Hank is. He doesn't have quite the, the level of detail and new tooling to him. Um, and so, yeah, I, I chose to fight harder for Strong Guy, to, to be honest <laughs> with you, but I I love this Morph figure. I think he's, um, he's his head sculpt is a little simple, but I don't know what else you you would want from Morph. Uh, he's got the, the perfect cape. Um, if I have one little teeny tiny nitpick, I do wish that he had brighter colors on him. I do wish his purple yeah. and his blue was a little bit brighter to match that kinetic uh, Joe Mad art um, from Astonishing X-Men uh, in AOA. But other than that, I think he's flawless. I'm so happy to have him. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a great figure. Yeah, I don't disagree on the character selection. I'm so happy we got Morph. He obviously was one of the top figures I wanted in that wave. My my ultimate gripe with this figure is that it's a very simple figure. And again, I don't know how you're supposed to do Morph any differently. This is a beautiful rendering. And again, speaking of capes, his cape game is on point. I, you know, I was marinating on this last night. I feel maybe we should have gotten like, again, an alt head yeah. for, for this character where you could have snuck in, you know, a different head for, for a character. And I, I think it was a lack of innovation with the with the accessories that ultimately was like, it's just a pretty basic figure. I mean, can you imagine if we would have gotten a 90s morph from the animated series? Or if we would have gotten the changeling head with that big old headpiece? Or again, uh, AOA blink head, which I know you're going to talk about. But um, it's just stuff like that that I wish we would have gotten a little bit more. He's a very basic figure when compared to some of the other great figures we got this year. And again, if it was just based off of like which characters that I just straight up wanted, I'm with you. I would have wanted him as well and he would have been on the list. But thinking about, you know, Dark Beast and the Cuckoos and Warpath, I mean, he kind of pales when compared to them. But you know what? They could have given him a Cerebro helmet and it would have fit perfectly. Oh my head. God, you and that Cerebro helmet. <laughs> I, I can't say that I, you know, I disagree with most of what you're saying there, but I think he's, the, the reason that we got him at all uh, is because they were able to do him. So cheaply. So cheaply, so easily, such a, such a simplistic design. Otherwise we wouldn't have been able to get such a detailed bath like, like Sugar Man. Like that is where the money went. Clearly the money went to tooling parts for Sugar Man and 
dark beast's head and, and things like that. So, you know, if they had to skimp a little bit on morph, I'm, I, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Morph has shifted into maybe a little more of a basic form than usual today. Look, it's a beautiful figure. It was done well. I agree 100% with what you said. But speaking of Sugarman, my honorable mention is Sugarman himself because I thought this was such a beautiful Build-A-Figure. I thought the detailing and the sculpting was just on point. I think when you compare him to Strong Guy, the, the level of detail and just like, the paint apps and everything on this figure. It's just so gorgeous. And he was packaged, his face was packaged with AOA gene and like took up the entire packaging. It's what she deserves. Oh my God. You know what? I, I, my feels on AOA, AOA gene is like a different thing. But anyways, I just, I feel if you're going to do the age of apocalypse, you need sugar man. This was such a wonderful figure. Again, I'm so glad we didn't get an apocalypse bath. This was a figure that I felt just really like, I love his pins on his suspenders. And I feel like he just pops out of the comic and his big old slimy tongue, which looks so gross. And Sugarman obviously, of course, came to the 616 universe following the end of age of apocalypse. And I think he's such a wonderful pairing against Nate, against Holocaust, if you have that figure from way back in the day. It's just a really well done figure. So when Flink and I were talking about baths, I really, listeners, I went to, I went to bat for Sugarman, but I ultimately agree with what we discussed about with Strong Guy, which is Strong Guy is more of a A-lister than Sugarman. He's a figure people really did want. You need him to complete the teams where Sugarman's sort of like his own little agent. But in terms of quality of the bath, for me, it was Sugarman. And, you know, Plink, I'm just curious on your on your thoughts. Yeah, no, I mean, like I've said in, in almost every other review from an Age of Apocalypse figure from this wave is that this the the money and the details and the time went into making Sugarman. Uh, be the best he could be and and he's great he's gross i i he's my second favorite bath of the year <laughs> okay so that about covers the x-men for 2020 but uh i'm curious day spring i know you're not just out there buying mutants um i know we're both out there buying a broad assortment of of legends um so what was your your favorite non-mutant legend this year well, my favorite non-mutant legend this year was none other than Miss Gwendolyn Stacy. Yes. I have wanted Gwen Stacy for the longest time. I was excited when we got Spider Gwen <laughs> and she had an alt head. Terrible alt head. Yeah, which was unmasked. But I just, I love this Gwen Stacy so much. I don't know why she came with the Mary Jane head. Like, fine, I guess, like Spider-Man's love interest. But that's kind of like... I don't know. I, I, I found it kind of offensive that Gwen Stacy couldn't just come by herself, but it's fine. We'll take a Mary Jane head. I like that much better than the, the two pack we got with her and Peter Parker. But this is a beautiful Gwen Stacy head. She comes with a Trapper Keeper, uh, a Daily Bugle and a Midtown High School yearbook, book, whatever. She is gorgeous. Speaking of capes, trench coats is another thing Hasbro does really well. She looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can't uh, disagree with that there. Um, 
I think my choice is uh, going to actually really surprise you because okay. it actually really surprised me. Um, I was all set to tell everyone about how Jocasta was my favorite non-mutant this year, but then um, a couple weeks ago, Target was having that that buy two, get one free Marvel Legends sale that, that we talked about earlier. Obviously, I got uh, Retro Card, Gambit, and Rogue. Um, but my freebie wound up being the Retro Card Cyborg Spider-Man figure, and I am obsessed with him. Obsessed. You know me. I'm not really a Spidey fan. Um, the movies are all right, but other than that, not, not too into him. But there is just something about this figure. The cyborg pieces and the little bits of yellow really pop against the super bright red and blue of his costume. Uh, and the web lines on his suit are just so, so clean. It's been, you know, probably a decade since I bought a Spider-Man figure. And I just have to say that Hasbro has really nailed this process the webbing you never knew how sloppy your spider-man was going to turn out they have got it down to an art this figure is just one of the most toyetic fun figures i have gotten in a long time i just sit and i i, I fiddle with him at my work desk and he's just he's just a fun figure well, you've Instagrammed him falling <laughs> off your work desk. He did. He actually fell over backwards. But you, you can see if you're if you're looking uh, on YouTube here, he has his little web shooter, and I had that that little web line coming, you know, out of his wrist, and he fell backwards, and he actually caught himself on that web line and was swinging from my desk like legit Spider-Man style. Too bad he couldn't catch Gwen Stacy. Too bad. R.I.P. Girl. <laughs> Um, now, that did surprise me, but I love this figure. Yeah, no, it's a it, it's a great figure. It really it was super surprising to me. You know, he's he'll probably wind up in a bin sometime in the near future. But until <laughs> then, I am just enjoying posing him, playing with him. I don't have a Spidey display. I'm not going to have a Spidey display just for this one figure. But if I did have a Spidey display, this would be the version of Spider-Man I chose. So speaking of figures we love, our top 10, our favorite non-mutants, there's still a lot more that we want out there. So Always. Link, I know this is going to be such a loaded... I, I, listeners, I know we're running long, but get another cup of coffee because we're going to go through our top five wants plus a bath. And I assure you, we did not consult each other on this. We each have our own top five yep. legends yep. that we want with their own. And I'm sure they're very different. And they're, they're going to be very, very different. So Flink, kick us off. Okay. So my top five wants to start off my most wanted right now is Richter in his 90s X-Force glory. I had to include a, a, a full costume shot here, right down to those boots with the little studs on them, the little suede boots. I, I want this figure. This costume is everything that I love to hate about the 90s, everything I love to hate about the character of Richter. Um, I love the original Toy Biz one with his little vibrating action. Oh my um, God, you had to like twist, like one yeah, up. Yes, yeah. and you were like a. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Does, and does that one have a headband? He did. That figure has a headband. Sometimes the in the comics he had one, sometimes he didn't. It would be my preference for him to have one. So go ahead and just Photoshop one on here in your minds. I would like to 
to have one. Um, but I'll, I'll sort of get into the the whys I want Richter. Once we've gone through my list, I think it will be really clear to you why I've chosen who I have chosen. This is uh, a so great first selection, by the way. I mean, I'm just staring at this like this 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 image right here. It's a great great look. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's terrible, but it's also great. Like it's great in its terribleness, but. Uh, my next choice is going to be Siren in her <gasps> 90s X-Force costume as well. Um, I, you know, we'll just, I'm just, how about this? I'm just going to go through my list and then we, I will do my reasoning for it because my reasoning for these guys is all the same. Right. So after Siren, we have Feral in her 90s look as well. Oh my gosh. Um, Fabulous, fabulous. It's Definitely gorgeous. to have that. And I want her with hot pink. That, that oh, pink it has to be. It has to be super bright. If it's not a, like boom, boom bright, it, exactly. what is the point? Exactly, boom, boom, pink. Uh, next, we have Domino, also in her 90s look. So I think you're all kind of getting, catching the hint of, of what I'm leading towards here. Uh, my next is going to be... Wolfsbane in her 90s X-Factor uniform. And then my Build-A-Figure is going to be random, also from that 90s X-Factor run. So if you can't tell, based on the choices that I have made here, uh, all I'm really trying to do is complete the 90s teams that they have started. They have started X-Force. They have started X-Factor but they have not finished them. They may think that they have finished them with, they, they, they may think that they finished X Factor, um, but no, 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 no. I will not accept that not at all canon Walgreens Wolfsbane as my X Factor Wolfsbane. Number one, she's never <laughs> worn that costume X Factor otherwise. And number two, she deserves to have Wolfsbane at this point has, has been a headliner in an X-Men movie, whether it was a successful one or not, you know, I'll let you decide that, but she has been a headliner in a film. She deserves to have her own standalone figure. She deserves to be more than just a pack into a Danny moon star. Um, we have to have random, you know, to, 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 to complete that, that team. No, I don't think he was ever really an official member of, of X factor, but we got him in the five inch line. I think he would be the perfect kind of build a figure um, for this, this era of, of Hasbro. Um, and you know, of course, if you had a gun to my head, my real top five list would look something like Monet, Rachel, Madeline, Pixie, and, and Richter. Richter would cross over, but I am desperate to complete these teams. I am desperate for it. So please Hasbro, Dan, Dwight, Ryan, if you're listening, please. Please complete 90s X-Force and 90s x -Force. How desperate are you? Hasbro, you have made Flinkman very desperate. <laughs> very desperate. I, I'm just in awe. I love your selection so much. I love these figures. None of the figures, these figures are not on my list. I just want to. I'm sure I'm they're not. That. But I, I just want to say, I think you're absolutely 110% right. You hit the nail with these figures and a build a figure random. Oh my gosh. Got to have the chaps. Look at those chaps. I Can you please just go work at Hasbro and again, pitch yes. them that giant doll rogue <laughs> with Lenore's voice. Yes. Good I'm morning. on it right now. Submitted my application. 
Well, okay. So if you're looking to the past in the 90s, my top five figures with a bath is all oh, about I can't the wait. future. It's all about the future of, of X-Men and mutants and Krakoa. So I'm really excited following the Hoxpox wave that was announced. And I there's so many figures I want just because I think in Dawn of X and House of X, we have gotten so many characters coming back, literally coming back from the dead, but also from an ed editorial standpoint, these characters who before weren't shining are shining so bright. And my top five, I mean, you've had to suffer through me during this entire year talking about th these characters that would have just been characters I would have never thought twice about, but now I'm like, they're my top five. And you're like, chill bitch, like <laughs> hang on. So I'm just going to dive into it. My number five choice is Fabian Cortez. And I am obsessed with sword. I am obsessed with this character's look. I love his pony. I love when he's walking in with the jacket on his shoulders. I know he claims to be of Spaniard royalty and maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't care. He looks regal as fuck for me. And I just love his ponytail and the glasses and look, he's wearing a mask. He's so 2020, he has a mask on. So this would be my fifth choice for, for an ML. I, you know, I think we, we would get a 90s court. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, this outfit is beautiful. Your reasonings for it, I completely agree with. But I, I, I don't know. I think if, I, I think if they're going to do a Fabian, he's going to be in his 90s look. But I absolutely understand why you want this. Like just looking at this concept art, it's this design art. It's, it's a beautiful look. It would look amazing on an action figure. Uh, I, I hope it happens. I, I hope it happens. Yeah, this is a long shot, but that's why he's number five. My number fourth choice would be WizKid. And I, again, it's after reading Sword. I'm like, he's on my top five list. That's it. Like, this is one of my favorite characters. And, and what I love about this character so much is A, that... He is using Professor Xavier's hover chair from the 90s. So Hasbro, you already got the mold. You just have to slap it on with a teen body, the, the teen uh, male body. They might need to shrink it down a little. Maybe shrink it down a little bit. But I just think like the thing about WizKid, and we were discussing this last night and I posted a rant on our Insta feed. I just, I love that this character has selected not to heal himself in an age of resurrection and that he is 110% comfortable and happy with his body. And he is an essential member of the team. I think his look, his kicks are boss, man. Like I love his look and everything. And I just think he would be a great figure that you can package a deluxe figure like they did with Squirrel Girl or Professor Xavier in the hover chair. A, a figure like that, I think he looks wonderful. I am all here for the Mutant Space Program. I love Sword. I love these looks. I am ready to get some legends of these figures. I, sorry, ask me again in like three or four issues of Sword if I'm if I'm with you on this one or not. Okay. My, I mean, it's a bitchin' look. Like looking at this design, I would wear that outfit every day of my life. I, I mean, his kicks, like, I just, I want those kicks so badly. And his jacket, and I love the Sword X logo. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. All right, so the next figure on my list is Captain Britain. I just, 
from the moment I saw Excalibur announced with Betsy as Captain Britain again on the cover, I 110% wanted this figure. I'm surprised we haven't gotten her yet, to be honest. Back when we found out it was going to be Nimrod with Betsy and Fatimax, I was like, oh, they're going to put her in her Captain Britain. But alas, we haven't gotten it yet. I, I love the flowers in her hair. I love her TK sword. I love the look. I know a lot of Betsy fans are sort of divided on this, but I I love I love Captain Britain's Betsy. I love her so much. Yeah. I mean, of all your choices, I have a feeling this is going to be the one that I agree with you most strongly on. I love Betsy. I love this look. I love Captain Britain. I think that turning her into Captain Britain, I know a lot, it's a controversial move for a lot of Betsy fans. They want her to have her own identity uh, and not co-opt Brian's. But personally, I think having an entire multiversal guardian core remade in your image is a pretty badass thing. So I can't imagine why anyone would be unhappy with that. Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Betsy stands. Let, let me know. But so far as getting an action figure of this, I think it is only a matter of time. They would be foolish not to give us this version of Betsy Braddock. I agree. And Teeny Howard said something in reference to the legacy of being Captain Britain. She wrote Betsy as saying to Brian, it's not a birthright. It's an honor. Yep. So I'm sold on her being Captain Britain. She's Same. had that mantle in the past several times. I think this is a beautiful figure. I, I feel she is inevitable. However, we have not gotten any proof that she could be coming just yet. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So the next one on my list is Miss Monet. And I specifically want her with an interchangeable head with the penance yep. head and interchangeable hands with the penance claws. I think M has really shined so bright in House of X. Look, she shaded my girl, Jean, and I was here for it when she said, try harder, Marvel girl. I think the character just has such a very regal air about her. Every time she's on screen, I'm excited to see what she's going to do and what she's going to say. I love her in Generation X. I'm not the, quite the fan you are for her, so right. I don't want to rob. I don't want to rob that of you. And I know she, like, as you mentioned, she would be your, just your personal top five wants but for me i i just think it's a figure i really want in a display with the house of x team i think she has really i i think hickman knows how to write smart characters and i don't mean that he's writing characters to sound smart he knows how to take a character that's supposed to be in canon above average intelligence and make them sound smart sassy and they really steal the scene and and that's what m has done for me this year yeah, well, I'm already going to go ahead and contradict myself and say that, yes, of your list, this is the one that I want the most. <laughs> She's my actual number one most wanted legend, free of any sort of context of, of who we may have already received and what themes I want to complete. This version of M, this costume, these swap parts, Turner Independence, my number one. my it, it, Free of all context, my number one choice. My number one choice, though, and I know... Anyone who listens to our podcast and you are going to be so shocked. shocked. But my number one is Doug Ramsey Cypher. What? What? I, but specifically for, first of all, okay, but speaking of completing teams, we need him for new mutants, hands down. Secondly, I want him with an interchangeable warlock 
arm with the sword from Ten of Swords. I just think he looks great. He's a character that has really come into the spotlight in the Hickman era. He's such a fun character. He's so unique. I just love this design. And I'm just going to say, I love him with the warlock arm and a sword. That's that's where it boils down to. I just love the design, and I think he deserves to be a figure. Yeah, I I, I will not rob you of, of that. I agree with everything you said. I think Doug, especially in his current design, would make a great-looking figure with the warlock arm. And, uh, you know, with the prominence that, that he's had, I, I, I would not be surprised to see him. Right. And you, yeah, look, you can do another Walgreens exclusive New Mutants figure with him and Cannonball and Sunspot's heads, and you can swap it off with a default body. But just make sure you include that Warlock arm. That's the only thing I really want. But I love this figure so much. Of course, my preference would be his House of X look with the jacket. That's yeah, same. That's, so my build a figure, speaking of House of X, is Krakoa. And I would take a Krakoan gate or I would take the face of Krakoa. But I, I feel for Hoxpox, we should have gotten this as a build a figure instead of the Tricentinal. Maybe we're going to get another, you know, House of X wave. Obviously, it's, it's likely we will. But, you know, until it's announced, I really do think, you know, Krakoa should have had that build a figure spot. But let's see what the future holds. I think I have more use for a Krakoan gate than an actual Krakoa head, but I fully support, you know, if they, they do another Hoxpox wave, I, I don't see why it wouldn't be Krakoa in some fashion. So looking towards the future of Marvel Legends and specifically X-Men within Marvel Legends for 2021, we already have a couple of teases from the Hasbro team as to what uh, we might be able to expect. A couple of weeks back, Dan Yun um, from the Hasbro team posted a teaser of the Alan Davis Excalibur team. Of course, that is Nightcrawler, uh, Rachel and her hound look, uh, Kitty with her Alan Davis hair and her puffy blue sleeves, uh, Megan and Brian Braddock, Captain Britain. I would be so stoked to get this team. Uh, Rachel and Kitty are two of my most wanted and those looks specifically are two of my most wanted legends of all time. Um, and I think the best way to approach something like that would be a box set with Captain Britain, Megan, Shadowcat, and Rachel to join the Nightcrawler that we already have. So kind of like how they did it for Alpha Flight. They just yeah. dumped that exclusive on like Amazon or whatever fan channel and we would get all those interesting. I was thinking of an Excalibur specific wave, but I agree. I would love a box set, just like one shot right there. And with, with yep. like really kick-ass like art, I would, I would buy two. Seriously, just give me... The five characters plus a bath that I mentioned earlier and this Excalibur box set. And I am set for the 90s. Well, well, there's Generation X to consider, but that, that's to consider a, a, another day. If I can just complete X-Force, X-Factor, and Excalibur, I am set. I can see you being really happy with that. Yeah. I, you know, thinking about the future, what I want to see, obviously Ryan last night on his Instagram asked us what build a figure we'd like to see in another age of apocalypse wave. And I, you know, the reports have been murky. I feel that they kind of did confirm another age of apocalypse wave back yeah. to San Diego. Fans are saying, oh, no, it's not really confirmed, but I think it's likely we're going to get another Age of Apocalypse wave. It's a very incomplete team if they leave yeah. it where we're at now. 
And I would, I would love to see an updated Build-A-Figure for Holocaust. I yes. would like to get Magneto, Rogue, Iceman, Bishop, Cyclops, Storm, among other characters. I, I think it's going to be likely we're going to get that. And in terms of X-Men in general, I, I think some of the figures that we just mentioned are actually going to be coming down the pipeline. We don't have much in terms of rumors for X-Men specific waves that are coming out apart from what they've kind of hinted at Twitter or, you know, knowing that we have a Hoxpox wave coming, we can just infer. But I think it's safe to assume that after Hoxpox, we are going to get another X-Men wave, maybe even two. I think it's safe to say, to assume we're going to get, well, obviously it's safe to assume we're going to get Hoxpox. I think it's safe to assume we're going to get AOA wave two. And I wouldn't be surprised if they, they continued like they did this year and had that third wave be a sort of nebulous Deadpool kind of wave like they did, uh, like they've been doing to get out some of these uh, C, you know, B and C list X-Men characters. Um, but I do want to jump back to, to AOA speculation just really quickly. I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think that everybody that we got a figure of in the Toy Biz days, um, we're going to get. So that leaves Gambit, Rogue, Magneto, Iceman, Cyclops, Sabretooth, and Holocaust uh, unaccounted for. So I definitely think that those are going to be a lock. Uh, we already have Wild Child with his chain that's got to connect to something. So that's obviously going to be Sabretooth. And I think Sabretooth is a likely candidate to include a blink alt head if we're going to get one i would love that i would i hope it's funny because I, I i i love that relationship in the comics i i know we got wild child in, in i was going to say in season one in the in the first aoa series i never really considered Sabretooth for a series two but yeah absolutely especially there's no that, way that there's no walmart, way we're not getting him the walmart wave Sabretooth has not aged well at, at all. all it looks horrible I think that, you know, again, it's going to be the characters that we got in the Toy Biz days. And I think the seventh character for the lineup, I agree, Bishop or Storm are likely. I think it's going to be a bit of a wild card, someone uh, that we didn't get. Perhaps, perhaps this is how we will finally get an AOA Sinister that we never got in, in, in Flying Fighters from Toy Biz back in the day. Uh, was there someone else in that wave we never got um, there was there was thank you for acknowledging that that was supposed to be the definitive 90s gene gray that all of us during the toy biz era were waiting for with a phoenix effect and oh oh they decided a to swap her out for another character i believe it was a wolverine in the end and b they canceled the wave altogether so it wasn't even the, they didn't even just kill the idea they like burnt it and like burned the entire house down but oh i was referring to maggot <laughs> oh poor maggot speaking of characters that i don't think we're ever gonna get <laughs> who knows uh, you know you know I, I there's so many characters that i would have I, I that i would have expected us never to get and and we've gotten them so but, yeah i think age of apocalypse and another hox pox and excalibur are sort of where i see the future for mls right now they they'll obviously throw us some curveballs with like fan channel exclusives and deluxe figures and i'm all here for that but if there's something i really want to stress is that hasbro is really on top of their game they're giving us figures they're giving them fast and they're they're finding creative ways to get them to us so i just want to again dwight laura Dan and Ryan, thank you so much. I think the figures that you have been putting out this year are wonderful. 
I agree. I agree. I, I really don't have anything else to add to that. So guys, that was our top 10 Marvel Legends X-Men edition. Obviously, you guys have your own lists in your head. Feel free to share it with us. Hit us up on Instagram at Generations of X. Email us at generationsofx at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, what you would have put on a top 10 list. Who do you want to see? Who are you most excited for? We love engaging with all of you. Yeah, let us know. We we I could like I said earlier, we could talk toys all damn day. All right, that wraps our top 10 Marvel Legends. As always, I'm the Uncanny Dayspring. And I'm the adjectiveless Flinkman. We'll see you all next week. Peace out. <laughs>